Good evening, ladies, gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and every ow body in between. What the fuck is going on? I am Lee from the D, and uh, this week from bottle tosses to table jumps to even table tosses, uh, this show saved VH1 for just two seasons and then just kind of has been lingering on for the last almost 10 years. It really has. It's just been limping along. <laughs> just the it's like thomas the tank if thomas the tank wore knockoff gucci and had um was a narcissist there we go but matilda uh, came around thomas the tank engine so it fits with some of these girls oh you want to hear more about that go listen to crime and wine we talked about it <laughs> <laughs> this week we are discussing uh basketball wives we are I uh, started on VH1 in 2011, which is so funny to think about. It is. And then also watching this was like a weird time capsule of these. It's it like, really was. The, the fashion. Big, the big Lucite bangles and these printed maxi dresses. And they're all the beaded earrings. The beaded earrings. Beaded bedazzled earrings. <sighs> Those feather shoes that Evelyn had on. <laughs> Everyone was everything is like, horrifically like, tacky. They have on Ed Hardy and <laughs> uh. like literally, I there's not one person on this season or on the well these seasons that is um, how do I say this um, dressed like they have shame. <laughs> Everyone looks. I mean, awful. Tammy had micros. <laughs> <sighs> Tammy also had those horrible wigs. She did. Yeah, that was really bad. <clears throat> so I have to make a confession. Mm-hmm. So I started trying to actually watch the episodes of like season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me realize just how much I actually hate this show. <laughs> yeah, you realize it's not great. No, and then... I was kind of bouncing around and I got to the, when Basketball Wives merged with LA and became just Basketball Wives. And you had Evelyn and Tammy and Jackie and Malaysia. I think that's when I actually kind of fell in love with the show because it was finally finally balanced. Yeah, they finally got the The thing, these early, and it was some people in and out. I kind of forgot. Bitch, they was flinging these bitches left and right on the first few seasons of Basketball Wives. I was like, I, Girl, like, I thought it was Bad Girls Club. Shit. I totally forgot about the storyline with Ashley Stock and Evelyn. I yeah. forgot. I forgot Mika Claxton was even on the damn show. Bitch, mushmouth Mika. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm bad they called her that. <laughs> there was so many people in and out of this show in these early seasons like it was just it was so hard to keep up <laughs> right oh can't forget Keisha and Kenya Bell who <laughs> you don't remember Keisha and Kenya did I did I miss them what season was they on I think they were like four and five I want to say oh, they I were like later <laughs> okay uh that's I really think that this show is just full of a bunch of unlikable people. Yes. Literally, (laughs) excuse me. There is literally not a single person on this cast that is likable. But they're Um, unlikable. Except for Tammy. 
They're unlike- and that's only because Tammy's trying to fight everybody. <laughs> They're unlikable because we know these people, though. Like, these are, they really exactly are the girls that we've known all our lives, all through high school or through, you know, mm-hmm. our college days. Like, they're unlikable because they, we know these exact people. It's like, yeah. they, they're pretty and they think they're more important than everybody and they're really just terrible spirits. Like, this is why they're- I mean, let's not forget Spongebob. <laughs> in real life, they together. You know what I mean? Like, we're not even really friends. They kind of hate each other. So it's like weird. No, they're not. They're not, They're coworkers. They're just coworkers. I mean, I even look at like Evelyn and Jennifer's relationship. That whole relationship is built off of like, joint hatred and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's just like in my opinion yeah well and I'm using chick tricking as a as an adjective to describe the action not necessarily alluding to sex work let me specify I mean but who she ain't doing nothing that bitch is litigious these days she <laughs> which one Evelyn Lozada Oh, that's because she's too busy with Carl. So I about to say because that's because she ran to somebody who asked she can't whoop, and her baby daddy just got exposed for being a, just got accused of being a coke addict, in which she said this before, and mm-hmm. nobody believed her because it's Evelyn. Because it's because it's Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Tammy's introduction in season two, um. Which we'll, we'll be talking about seasons two and three. Have you? Did you finish three? Because there was a moment that I totally forgot about. I got mostly through three. We can talk. We can talk about it. I think I'm just after they got back from Rome, so I'm sure the moment happened before then. Okay. You know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure, but I'm sure I can figure it out. Okay. Um, Tammy's addition to uh, the cast in season two really helped to kind of level everything out. Well, try begin to level everything out. Yeah, that's where it wasn't just this hyper femme cattiness turned into violence. It was just like, knuck it if you bug violence. (laughs) (laughs) But they needed that. Like that show needed that. Shawnee was terrible. It's it's a balance to all that hyper catty clickiness. Yeah, because they all constantly, this season starts the whole, like, the circle thing that they start talking about. Yeah, because the first season, you really watched this group of women, i.e. Susie and Royce, chasing behind Evelyn, Shani, and Jennifer trying to be involved, mm-hmm. while at the same time, Gloria trying to establish her queen bee status unsuccessfully, <laughs> right? <laughs> So this season is the first time that you get somebody coming in who was genuinely friends with Shani, but also don't really give a fuck about being liked by these other bitches, which is right. kind of balances out because it's not so much, oh, no, 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 we we, we want to be, we want to be, wanna, you know what I'm saying? It's not. And then this is the season where Royce kind of realized that they're never going to see her as a peer. So she's yeah. welcome, you know? Yeah. I feel like this was just the season that they made the conscious decision to no longer call Royce a whore simply because she's a dancer. And that was the only decision made. But I can't even say they, <laughs> they still had no respect for that girl. I must say, I can't even say they did that because they still alluded to it every chance they, they did. Had. <laughs> they did. I always, 
in season two, watching Royce's interaction with the girls and her actually really trying to reach out and build relationships with them and them like not showing up to fashion shows and all of that shit. Although those were um, ugly. I can't say I would have put that shit on either because she looked like a whole ass velvet bat in that bullshit. I wouldn't have. Well, I will say it was a show. But I would have told her I wasn't coming in exactly <laughs> Fuck all that. I would have been like, I'll donate, but I'm not wearing that bullshit. And I would have said straight out, like, you could feel it is. Because I'll give you a coin for, for your charity, but I'm not putting that bullshit on. Like, I'm just not. That's it. That's it. And you know this shit is ugly. That's why the first thing you said was, I didn't see it before the fitting. You knew this was some bullshit. So don't expect shit. shit on. Like, no, she, I mean, it. It looked like pajama cosplay. And they should have just it said did. that from that it moment did. that like, it no, we're not like gonna do that. onesies. Like it was it was very much given Christmas onesies. Like it was. But you it's knew the most wonderful time of the year, except <laughs> really? for wearing her it's fashion. Family sleepover. <laughs> yes. But it's like you knew this was some bullshit. That's why you said I didn't see any other fashions beforehand. So you're gonna get mad that they didn't come to put the bullshit on because it's like you gotta think about it. She like, should have been. She had every right to be mad if she was expecting them to be there, and they decided last they minute that they were gonna say come. anything, and then get that bullshit excuse about her store. My, my store was almost broken into. But what Evelyn could have genuinely said is, "I'm trying." Bitch, your Baker's franchise ain't get broken into. Shut your black ass up. <laughs> Evelyn could have just said, "I'm trying." Whether it's real or not, because you know everybody got businesses on these shows. Don't let them really do nothing. But right. I'm trying to establish myself as an arbitrator of style in Miami. Therefore, I cannot be seen in this. That like we could have just said that. That's it. But I mean, that really is. They chose to go the messy route and pretend like her store was getting broke. Don't nobody want that bullshit in there. There it is. It's I think it was Dolce. Dolce, Dolce. Because she was saying it wrong. She kept calling it Dolce. And I'm like, it's Dolce. It's Dolce. Dolce. <laughs> she kept calling it Dolce. Dolce. And it's just like, girl, if you gonna use, if you gonna try to use like words that are not English, at least know how to say them. Evelyn Lozada is, how do I say this? Evelyn Lozada is Evelyn Lozada. I'll just leave it at that and I'll just let it be. I'll just let that rest. Because there's definitely more valid reasons to go in on her that I've seen on camera. But all of these are part of the same woman. Evelyn Lozada is, she's every hood rat we've ever met. That's it right there. It's like you can wrap that shit with a bow, bitch. Christmas Day, it's right, right. there. <laughs> it's like every Waiting for that, you. that slightly comes into something, yeah. That because it's like they do this faux superiority, how they're just too classy or too whatever, whatever. But then also, meanwhile, she's chucking restaurant. bottles at bitch. Right, they also are frightening restaurants. So I mean, restaurants. yeah. It's, <laughs> every hood right we've ever met we've ever known we've ever experienced that is what she is and it's like i didn't realize how old she was when this show started she is 46 i think now yeah yeah but so she was about my age i want to say she yeah. was 34 the first okay. of this show 
But she was 34? Yeah. Oh. She was 34 the first season. Why do I feel like I just thought she was like 38 <laughs> when it started? But the no, show, no shade. Like 10 years. Like. Yeah, that's why I thought she was like, oh, Evan Lozada is probably like approaching 50. She looks great. Like, she always looks great, but I always yeah, just thought she was, like, in her late 30s. But I remember the first season, they celebrated her 34th birthday because she brought that little young boy who was, like, 21. They always bring in a fucking young boy somewhere. Was he light-skinned? I don't remember this. Of nigga. course he was light-skinned. Every last one of them. Of course he was a little young-ass, like, of course. <laughs> All three of them. Shawnee did it with Marlon. Jennifer did it with did that. Did she marry him? Did she marry him? I think they, let me see. I know they were actually together for quite some time. Yeah, he a pastor or something? He a pastor. Uh, Shawnee O'Neal and that little nigga she was dating Marlon. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they broke up in 2016. Oh, she got married to a pastor. She got married to a pastor. Yeah, Shawnee O'Neal's married to a pastor. Who is Shawnee O'Neal's new husband? Okay, work Google, thank you. Oh, did I make that up? I could have made that up, but I remember seeing something about that. No, he's a pastor. He's handsome. And they actually, they look really good together. Okay, she did. I thought I saw she got married to a pastor. I thought I saw that. I wonder if that's why this is. There's been such a delay with season ten of Basketball Wives. Well, there also has been talk that she's been trying to bring Susie back. No, leave her. No, 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 no. Because no. you know she's bringing back all the old girls. Like all the old girls, like who? Like British is coming back. Okay. Um, who else? I think there's talk that Brandy Maxiel is going to come back. No. They're like a lot of the old girls who kind of come and gone. There was is Gloria. Laura, uh not Gloria, but I thought okay. Laura was on the list to come back. That's a chop. I've seen enough of her. Yeah, I, the Govan sisters, I've seen enough both of them exhausted. Yeah. Tired. Because you know now it's you know, Laura's like, oh, I don't fuck with my sister because she fucked Gilbert. Wait. What? Oh, they don't talk. Laura and Gloria don't talk. Because she Gilbert Arenas? Laura is saying that Gloria fucked Gilbert Arenas while they was together, while they was engaged, and she tell, she's been telling this story to anybody that will listen. It's, she started telling it when she was on the Yala Fix My Life and has been- No, talking. she didn't. I didn't see that episode. Damn, oh, yes. you about to make me get Discovery Plus again. Yes. Open up a new email. Ayala fixed my life talking about how Gloria fucked her. Did Gloria go by fuck her sister's husband or boyfriend? <laughs> is she nasty? <laughs> Not is she nasty. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's in vibe. Yes. <laughs> A mess. It's been a mess. Like they do not. Oh my God. Gloria put it out. Like I, it's a shame that she's trying to do this for clout. Cause I never like Gilbert Arena said they never messed around. Like it's been a whole thing. Like it's Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Laura ain't got nobody. 
She really don't. She just got her kids and that's it. She had her parents were on Fix My Life with her. But she said that they kind of beefed out because she felt like they took Gloria's side over hers in this whole Gilbert Arenas thing. (sighs) Good Lord. I mean, but it wouldn't be. Okay, this new season might be everything. Is Jack, as long as Jackie's back. She is. See, they delayed it though because that last season, that COVID season, was like the ratings were terrible. But everybody's like, everybody's ratings were terrible. But it's also because they shot that shit like it was Big Brother. <laughs> like all these girls went to one house and just stayed. Two houses. I hated the, it. The, and they shot that shit like it was Big Brother. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on now. When Evelyn was standing there, she didn't slap it. She physically assaulted her vagina in public. <laughs> like that pussy should be able to press charges. How hard she was slapping that shit, <laughs> and then the bitch was chasing after the girl and got pushed into the bush. Well, I say you OG to toss that girl across the damn. <laughs> But they're not, they're supposedly not bringing her back. And that's why they're bringing in all the old girls trying to rekindle some of the magic. Please don't, because. But I just think it's time for this. Just put this show out to Pastor at this point. Because it's like, at this, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. I would say, let's let's let this go um, and just give Jackie and Malaysia a show where they travel across the US. No. <laughs> I, I would watch that. Malaysia would just have a complete breakdown. <laughs> what would happen is halfway through the show, Malaysia would lose her shit and leave. Yep. Yeah, that's what and I mean. Then it would just be Jackie and a rotating cast of niggas. <laughs> like, no, thank you. I don't need any. Uh, like R.I.P. That one season of Braxton Family Values. Yes, like that one <laughs> season of Braxton Family Values. I don't need any of that. I mean, honestly. Nothing really happened in season two of basketball wise. Nothing, not a single thing, except for like non-fucking factor. Which I was trying to delay talking about because I wanted to pray her praise her. What I will say is I know a lot of people. I remember at the time when this aired, a lot of people saying Tammy overreacted, blah blah blah. No, she didn't. I will say this: what you're not about to do is smile in my face. I don't give a fuck how long we know each other knowing you fucked my nigga while we was together. And no, and it's not just that, but you had the unmitigated gall and audacity to tell me that I, I was not a factor in my relationship. I was not a with factor with this abusive, fucked up man that was in my life. Exactly. Fuck you, bitch. Right. Like, and yeah, no, she reacted. T-shirts. I the only I only think she reacted inappropriately in the way of she should have waited until <laughs> until she really had truly space and opportunity and then commenced yeah. to beating her ass. Yes. Don't beat your don't beat her ass when there's so many people around that you can't really get the hook the hit in good. That's it. And you're only getting one her chance. Whole ass whooped for that. Like she should. Every, she should. Every angle, every scope of her ass needed to be beat for that bullshit because what the fuck is your problem, bitch? Like, are you stupid? And then you decide to do it. Like, so this is a, a, wait, did Jen throw the charity event where Tammy was drinking beer and got 
<laughs> got loud with Jennifer about food stamps. Mm-hmm. So that was it her wasn't event. Jennifer's charity event. That was Ashley's charity event, the one that they weren't okay. invited to and they decided to crash. Crash. Okay. Yeah. Which is also um, that shit is tacky. Like y'all can't yell, y'all super classy bitches when I think we crashed you're rolling up event. uninvited in freakum dresses that y'all got from BB to somebody's fucking charity event and they're gonna talk this is the most ghetto shit i've ever been to bitch you caused the ghetto shit because if you wouldn't have been there the shit wouldn't happen you wasn't fucking invited for a reason you came for order charcuterie and an open bar and decided to cause a problem exactly. like how do you, you come in and be an ungrateful cunt when you just came to scalp everything girl mm-hmm. get out of here but that's that's the behavior that they exhibit throughout um, majority of the season. I want to say it's not until like LA that that shit kind of niggas just get nuts if you bug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, to look that woman Tammy in the face and tell her to look to look our God, well, my God, my icon, another living legend, um, Tammy Roman in the face and tell her like you were not a motherfucking factor in your own relationship. She was brave. She was ballsy. She thought she was going to get away with it. And Tammy put the fear of God in that bitch. And Evelyn ain't never tried to fight Tammy. But it's like we in that moment that Evelyn knows exactly who to try. She's a bully. That's exactly it. She's a bully. And because she knows that Shani is never, ever, ever going to hold her accountable. No. She tries to pull that bully shit. But then she realized some people don't give a fuck and they will get with your ass. That's the thing is... From that moment on, Evelyn will get loud, but Evelyn will not get that uh, get aggressive like that um, with Tammy in the way she will with some of the other girls. Exactly. Like she still tries to go at Tammy, but she does it in this catty, sarcastic way. Right. Like she's, she's trying to, she's got to find that lane. She does it in this very like she's gonna say this shit, but it's like I'm gonna say it to Rudy. I'm not a scary bitch, but at the same that's time, it. I'm not gonna really start jumping to security get here. Cause she she will beat my ass. I just right. I just want to inform you all. She because will be I have been punched in the face and I understand because you know Mika Claxton just quickly left the note after Tommy after Tammy popped that ass. Like it <laughs> Oh yeah. That I forgot club, about she that. popped that bitch straight in her forehead. <laughs> Right. Like, <laughs> what did you say? Like, wait, what just happened? Like, how did we get here? I'm confused. Tammy. She's grown. She's elevated. She has. And that's she the has. thing. It's like watching this. I'm like, damn, Tammy. You've come fuck? a long way. You've come a long way. By the grace of God. And it's so funny because I'm watching this now. And I just recently finished Real World Homecoming. Okay, I actually tried to watch it a little earlier and I was like, this is not the conversation about race that I want to be watching. Oh, I mean... uh, As far as that goes, it's like... it, It is an interesting conversation about race to watch with the... just strictly off the juxtaposition of the first season of homecoming versus this season really much so because it's like you got the first season of homecoming where you got heather you got kevin and they're all on the same page and they're really trying to teach this white lady 
why the shit she says and does is problematic and the white lady is not trying to hear it. And you know what though? It's not even just it's not even just them, because to be honest, Julie, no, it's not just Julie them, carried a lot of that weight too. And I was like, she look at you doing the work, bitch. Like it's not just them, but I bring them up specifically. It was the whole cast. It was. <laughs> they were letting that bitch have it. Specifically in the juxtaposition of trying to have this same conversation and David and Tammy are involved because David's all about he can see the race and racism and situations involving him. But when it's yeah, like a broader it. situation, he's very much like, I don't want to put that weight on me. Why do we have to worry about that? And this is like, so you want to have a conversation when she calls you a rapist. Granted, she shouldn't have. She definitely shouldn't have. But what you were doing, your behavior and the insistence on carrying on was a bit predatory. But yes, she shouldn't have called you a rapist. She shouldn't have. It wasn't cool. But you want to bring up race and racism in that instinct. But when we're talking about race and racism as it affects societal issues and systemic issues now all of a sudden that's not a burden you want to carry that's not mm-hmm. a thing you want to wear and it's very much like okay so we can talk about it when it affects you but when we're talking about people as a whole now all of a sudden you can't carry that burden so it was and it wasn't just like the race conversation sense, huh it wasn't just a race conversation. You also have Tammy at the same time talking about talking about her like, body dysmorphia, her eating and disorder, and like and how also happening at the same time, and how the shit that he did, yeah, that. And then for him to say, "Well, how was I supposed to know you was crazy?" It's like, bit what? It was yeah. The whole I. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it because I do enjoy the idea of like. Okay. I don't like that it's eight episodes. They should have just stuck with six. That's all we needed. Oh, it only ends up being eight episodes because David goes into hiding for like one or two because Reggie shows up looking for his ass. I saw, okay, I saw the clip. That's the only reason why it's eight episodes. Don't fuck, okay, listeners, I'm going to tell you this, right? (laughs) Um, Never get on the bad side of a nigga named Reggie Youngblood. Not specifically this one. He will kill you. Nigga named Reggie Youngblood. He will kill Uh, you. That's just, he will kill you. He's going to be a good nigga for you to be with because he will protect you till the end. (laughs) But just don't get on his bad side. Um, Okay, so season three. Now, a little bit earlier, I was talking about like this one very specific moment in season three that still, uh, when I rewatched it today, it still confused me. And I was very enamored, exactly like, how did she get so wet? (laughs) When, (laughs) Eric, how did she get so wet? When Jennifer's ex husband, Eric, came. I didn't get to this point. Go ahead, continue. You've never seen this? I'm sure I've seen it, but I haven't gotten to this in my rewatch. So go ahead, continue. So they're they're there at a they're at a restaurant on camera having a conversation about their divorce that they shouldn't be having on camera, especially with this divorce being very real, right? Yes. Without, without at least some kind of like, all right. This is what we're gonna what we can say. This is what this we can't say we can't without some game plan, you know. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. So they both don't look like complete asses. Well, this time they look both look like complete asses. I remember and the conversation. They were at a restaurant or something, yes? Yep. And Eric, like, he wraps up this whole, he wraps up the whole conversation. He says, you, you be 40 in three years. Look at you. You're nothing. You're worthless. I was like, yeah. God damn. Like, he let you I was very much like, wow, this is. What, I know. Because the first thing I thought was like, wow, this is what you say to someone who you supposedly love as recently as six months ago. Well, according to Jen, as recently as two days ago. Right. But also, glad y'all didn't have kids. Because this shit By is the grace of God. incredibly problematic and traumatic. Like, what are we doing here? Jen Williams has a history of, like, the worst relationships. Jennifer Williams also attracts what she is. There it is. <laughs> I'm saying this as someone who only knows her from the shows that I have watched. I don't yeah, know but what we've seen. This the edit could be fucking up my perception of her. I'm very much recognize that. But based on what I have seen and what she has presented to the public and what she has allowed to allowed to be presented of her, she's kind of an awful person. Not kind of. And it's like, I don't feel bad for really any of the shit you go through because look at the type of shit you do to your friends. Exactly. Like that whole shit she pulled with Evelyn and talking all that shit about Ocho Cinco on the radio and shit. Cause it's like, now this is- well, I didn't mean it negatively. You should know that. My whole thing, what kind right? of bullshit Jedi mind trick? This is my whole thing with that. You cannot agree with your friend getting engaged or getting married very, very quickly. And you can express that to your friend privately while still publicly supporting your friend because she's happy. Also, You could also too, just shut up and not say shit. I was going to say, also, too, if you feel like that's not genuine, you could just not say nothing. Because you don't have to say shit. Did Evelyn and Ocho need to be together? No. Hell no. Not the fuck at all. But I've met, I guess I can call him Chad Johnson again. I don't think he's Ocho Cinco anymore. But I don't I was wondering know. that. I don't think he is anymore. I think he changed his name back once he got out of the league. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. I don't keep up with him. What actually happened? What is he doing now? Well, I know that his partner... I don't know how to define their relationship. They just had a kid together, but I don't know where they, if they're engaged, or they're married, if they're just girlfriend, boyfriend. But his partner is one of the realtors on Selling Tampa. Oh, I do know okay. that. And he's, um, I know he'd be in FIFA tournaments. He's like a world champion FIFA player. Like video game or? Like the video actual. game. Like the oh. video game. Like he's, okay, I'm kind of not surprised, but that's interesting. He's heavy okay. in the like competition video game circuits. Like he's really heavy over there. I don't know what else he's doing. I heard talk that there's some sports related thing that he does, but far be it for me to keep up. So I don't. 
not a thing I keep up with. I don't really know. I see him on Instagram and he be, um, there was a really cute video of him and his daughter. She was getting ready for prom or graduation. And he fixed, he said he learned how to do hair and makeup just to help her get ready. He fixed her oh, hair that's and cute. makeup and he was like taking her pictures. He's, when I say this thing is on the ground trying to get the good angles, he's hyping his daughter up like, he spends a lot of time on Instagram hyping up his fiance or part his partner. I don't know what she is to him. I can't okay, that's cute. But I was wondering because after like, the headbutt incident, he dropped off my radar. It's very much like I'm gonna get her angles. I'm gonna get you know all of this. So and again, I've met him several times because he played in Cincinnati while I lived there. He's not a a bad person, you know what I'm saying? When I no, met, I never thought he was. When I met him, it was very early in his career, so there was a bit of like a bit of an ego there. Not it's, a, like, it's bravado, right? It's bravado, it like, like he's young, he knows he's talented, he knows he's fine. Yeah, like, like it, yeah. it wasn't like an off-putting thing. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, this person's a dick. But it very much was like, why don't you know who I am? You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't fucking know. Yeah. And but again, he's always every I've met him on several different occasions. He's always been a lovely person. I just think that him and Evelyn together were extremely toxic and it brought out the worst in both of them. Evelyn with anybody is extremely toxic. Like that's what basketball I mean, wise throughout all of these series have like throughout all the years have has taught us. That Evelyn is incapable of having a healthy relationship, which is why her and Jen were such good friends. Yeah. Um, but Eric, when Eric reached in for that martini glass and he took that three and a half ounce cocktail and made this bitch look like she got swept away in a tidal wave. I'm not even kidding you. This nigga soaked her ass. I remember this. Head, almost head to toe with three this. and a half ounces of liquid. I had <laughs> never seen somebody so distressed outside of Princess when Ray J pushed her ass in the pool. Eric did what Ray J did. Ray J did it with a pool. This nigga did it with once again. I was very, very confused. Now that I think back, I I was very confused as to how she was so wet. Because I'm like, like, our martini glass only holds about six ounces of liquid. How are you soaked from head to toe? Like, I was very confused. (laughs) The way the force used caused such a, uh, a splash that the liquid dispersed completely over her. The but bitch looked like still, she got swept away. But it still, it still doesn't understand, doesn't explain how she would be that wet. Because six no. ounces of liquid only gonna go so goddamn far. Did he throw several red. martinis at you? Did he it dump was a one on your head? Drink. It was because a single like, drink. How are you this wet? <laughs> and it wasn't okay. Here's the thing: right? like it's her face, her hair, the front of her clothes. Like she was soaked. <laughs> she was soaked, and it's it's fucked up. It shouldn't have happened. Um, it Agreed. crosses the line, but I'm not gonna lie. The nigga and me, you know, we laugh at shit like this. I forgot all about it and came across that again, and I screamed. <laughs> and I watched it about five or six times because I just remember. I do remember. Oh, her with I three ounces of liquid. Happened. 
I haven't, like I said, I haven't gotten to it yet. I think I'm just now at the episode where this happens. I think I literally am there now when we stop to record this. But it's like, I do remember thinking, how is she that wet? Because there's not that much liquid in that glass. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. It was so funny. It was so bad. It was so bad. But and it was, it was very so much like, funny. all right, VH1, play it up for the camera. <coughs> Wait. Play. This girl is this wet from that dream. Eric walks away and Jane goes following behind him very slowly, but talking shit like she always does. Like she did when she got that table thrown at her. Mm-hmm. And the producer just very kindly and very gently grabs her hand, looks up at him and looks at her and just shakes his head and she yeah. just shuts up and stops. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That, that producer said, "Just stop. <laughs> Don't do it. Let's, let's just be good." Oh, it's never like it really didn't make any sense. No, and to be honest, I wish it was one of the other girls that did it to her because she had, she did have it coming. But yeah. let's be fair. Yeah. Um. Although just not. I just wish it wasn't lady shit too. Because why is you reaching out to all these girls that supposedly is her friend to do this exactly. porn you trying to write? Bitch, you did not say porn. It was a fucking porn. Stop. I don't like, know. I was like, why would you even reach out to Susie? Like, Susie's not interesting. Like, I, and every time I see her, I'm like, why is she here? Yeah. So I looked at what she was doing at like since, and she's super private on the internet and stuff now. But it's just like, don't you sell real estate? What we? I'm confused. Mm. Because there was that one episode where she's showing Eric and Jen houses, but it's like, do you sell real? Because in the next second, she's like, oh, I'm trying to do hosting and da 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 da, and it's just like. But what do you do? Like, I'm confused. I don't understand what you do. <laughs> I never understood Susie. I never understood why she was there. Um, she shouldn't have been cast. She was literally there because she knew everybody. And I mean, they didn't cast their OBGYN. And I'm sure these girls share that contact and go to each other's. But that happened later on Married to Medicine. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's OBGYN was on there. <laughs> Like, damn, candy here? Shit, bitch, Rashida here? <laughs> like, Adrian come here too? Like, they all Adrian too. There's one damn gynecologist damn. in all of Atlanta. <laughs> all right. Shit, Dr. Dr. Jackie got you bitches unlocked. She Dr. said, Jackie, I will get it together the, and get the you bitches good. With a coin. All the girls with a coin is at Dr. Jackie's office. I wonder how many people are like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to get my bad checked out by, by Dr. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. get that tourist money <laughs> because like the um the surgeon who did Cynthia's boobs and Portia's mama's body mm-hmm. he said he's seen a 300 fold increase in clients traveling I'm in been on Real Housewives because you know he did Portia's body too although she claimed that booty is all natural but we remember you in early seasons mama you had a little bit but it wasn't all like that that didn't pop up till you left Cordell honey you wasn't still growing at 35 stop you look good as fuck like I'm not hating forever I am team I am team get your body done if that's what you want to do I do not care. But also, why are we lying? 
Like niggas well, to get right, their follow-up for 2022. Who the fuck is still lying about a BBL, bitch? Everybody has one or about to go get one. That, that, that is the absolute or trying to figure like, out how to get one. In the year of our Lord 2022, why is we still lying about BBLs? Yeah, that's fair. Because it's because bitch, when I get mine, a bit y'all gonna fucking know. God damn it. Like it's <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> like it's, I don't, because what am I lying for? It's like people who still be trying to lie about weeds. Bitch, this ain't the 1992. You better, girl, it's a friend to. Everybody, here's the thing. And this sounds horrible. Anytime I see anybody with their hair, like, really done, I'm like, that's a wig. (laughs) And they look good, but that's a wig. Girl, rock it. Right. Wear your hat made of hair. Shit, go on and rock that shit, girl. Because the thing, like, because I say all the time. I have a head full of hair. Will y'all ever see it? Hell the fuck no. That's how most people are. Like, yeah, no, they're like, fuck it. Why would I, like, all I need to do is my wash day. Goddamn work. It should break this shit down. Installed. I'm Hell gonna yeah. And get this frontal installed in five to six weeks. I will switch it out. Take it out. Because what I'm not about to do is do all this work every goddamn day. Who has the time? So speaking of weaves, why was everybody's weaves so awful in season Because two? I say this all the time. In at that time, Tammy had horrible hair. This is the thing because 2010, 2011 was still the time that you could only get what was locally available. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit People was awful. Didn't trust buying hair online like that yet. It wasn't like people did it, but people didn't trust it. And then, like the really, yeah. really, really, really good shit was out of people's price range, and so it was a lot of buying what pe- either people that you knew locally that sold hair, whatever they had on hand, mm-hmm. whatever was in the music supply store, because that was the time where people treated Milky Way and Bobby Boss like it was king. Right? No, I forgot about Milky Way. Milky Way, the lighter that color get, the shittier that hair is. <laughs> Every last one of them, except for Evelyn, because Evelyn's hair, Evelyn's hair mostly was hers. I was about to say, I think um, it was her hair. It might have been a few clip-ins in there, but... Yeah, just a couple, of, like, to, to beef up or uh, add a little length. But mostly like, that's her Jen, hair. Jen had a frontal, but it was, A, a bad one, and, and B, it was... yes. It was going bald because if you look at her part, it was hella wide where the frontal, where the hair then came out the frontal. This is a common thing that happens. It's not nothing like, I'm not being shady. This happens a lot. This is why they say you can't reuse your frontal too many times because as you comb it, because it's the hair's gonna come out, yeah. lace, it comes out. And if you look at how wide Jen's part got over the season, it's because her frontal was shedding. Shut up. And that's Shut why up. that and she then even talking at, like, shit about everybody else meanwhile even at the season follicle after follicle that shit look wild like even the season one reunion where it's like that big ass patch right here first of all her part was all the way over here and then it's that big ass patch right here that was like oh, I, it was wild like <laughs> um jennifer williams season one bald spot <laughs> oh that actually didn't work i'm surprised normally it would jennifer williams season one reunion 
I don't even think people knew what they was looking at to even call it a boss spot, but that part was wild. Oh my God, they all look so bad. They did. they're tacky in both color uh, both excuse me they're tacky in both behavior as well as in costume and dress every last one of them but it also was time they were very much of the time well they were the girls that wanted to be so hip that they looked like everybody else did, but I feel like they looked like everybody else did like four or five years ago. Like when they started that maxi dress shit and they tried to, when maxi dresses first started getting popular, excuse me, and Evelyn had her boutique and who, did one of them have a maxi dress line? I don't know, but look at how wide. I might be thinking about Lula Rich. Look at how Oh no, I saw. Like it's insane. And them synthetic ass curls. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them did. Because literally, everybody's hair was so bad. Every one of these parts is hella wide. Like, Everybody, yeah. Well, you know, that's that stress because you know, she remember the stalker? Wasn't that later? Stalk- that wasn't too much. Le- it wasn't too much later. I thought that was after she rejoined the cast. Well, apparently, well, according to her, he had been stalking her for some time. Uh, but she used yeah, to date him years. or something, right? I think that might be somebody else. I don't know. There's always somebody. There's always something with Jennifer. There is always something with Jennifer. But this was also the season where Jennifer's nudes leaked. I forgot about her nudes leaking. We're still... She's talking about, I could have went to Playboy. <laughs> no, I'm still not 100% convinced she didn't do it herself. I actually thought that Eric might have done it. Either way. The reason why I say that is because she saw what that did for Evelyn, right? Oh, right, because Evelyn's... Evelyn's topless photos really did shoot her to the top of people's consciousness. I thought it was the fights. That too, but remember, season one, she didn't really fight like that. No, season one, she was too busy being just a little snotty, mean girl cunt. But the news came out right, like the news came out right before the season aired, so people was already looking and checking for Evelyn anyway. So by the time season two came out, she really started showing her ass. She was already on top of people's minds. And niggas was already in the DMs, let's be honest. They were. That apartment was bare, though, bitch. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio took all that shit. That's like, damn. Antoine, Antonio, whoever she was with, he took all that bullshit. It's like, you living like a nigga, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I thought Eric did it, honestly. And the fact that he came back on the reunion, too. I thought that one of them, too, did it. Because I also... I don't know. And this could be because everything about Jennifer is so goddamn fake. I've never, I didn't, one, I didn't believe they were genuinely married on the show. I, I've always believed that this whole we're getting divorced was to give her a storyline. I don't think that, like, I never believed they were together because nothing, they never seemed like they were genuinely together. And it could be because we started filming when they had, like, 
their relationship had kind of hit the skids. But yeah. they never felt like a couple to me. I'm going to be honest. They never... I want to say something kind of controversial, yeah, brave. Okay. Whenever you say controversial, yeah, brave, I know some bullshit just coming. <laughs> um, this was, and in my opinion, my opinion alone, mm-hmm. from what I saw, this had to be a relationship based on financial gang, because yeah. Eric Williams literally looks like Mr. Ed, the cast of Hee Haw, Little House on the Prairie. This nigga is not attractive at all. Not. At He's not y'all. attractive. But and then he talked to you like he an old pimp. He does. He the do bitch. talk to her like he pimping her. And it's kind of weird. But the thing about see, this is the thing about niggas with money. Their attractive scale is different, right? Because a lot of No, people, I understand that. Like this like nigga is not on that scale. If you're somebody, this was a, dates, a, a business move for Jennifer. Much, if you're somebody who dates people because of their financial aptitude, the looks department is totally different. I know a lot of, ugly, yeah. I know a whole lot of ugly niggas with money. And some of the people that they be with, you'd be like, there's no way in the foot you would have ever touch her had you not had a coin. Eric Williams retired from the league and he, in this league, he was never a player. He was he should have been benched. Uh, what is it called? Medical reserve. Oh God. Medical reserve. Why did he be on medical reserve? For why? Because of that girl, that lump in that face. That lump on his head. What was it? Did we ever because I I no! never wanted to make I never I never made a joke to that because I was like, that's a tumor. I'm gonna feel like shit. But it's like, I don't know oh, what God. it is. That man is not attractive. That was a fine. That was a financial move for Jennifer Williams. Like, let's just be real. Let's be honest. I mean, quiet as a skip. I don't think she's that attractive either. But I think she's pretty. But I think she is a bird and looks like a bird. <laughs> right. <laughs> With them goddamn moonlight contacts from the league. Those fucking supply. contacts. Like, take that shit out your face. Like, it's, you look stupid. This nigga aired her out about her age because you know she had been lying about it. Yeah. Said yeah. you were three years from 40. Said, God yeah. damn. You just let this ugly ass hee haw looking motherfucker <laughs> with a twin, <laughs> a Siamese twin growing out of his fucking forehead look you in your face and tell you, you three years from 40 and you're oh, worthless. This, this is my thing. Like, I don't call people ugly, right? Because somebody in the world may think I'm ugly and it's fine whatever there's a pot for every lid i just don't think based on the guys that jennifer was interested in or kind of dating on this show that was very much like he's going to the league he's going to make the coin and i know he wants me yeah I that think is it, with Eric, it was, he's is. already in the league and he wants me. Like, let me just make this. But one. I don't know. Did they start dating before he got in the league or after? They were dating, like, way after because he retired mm-hmm. while they were married, if I remember Let's see, And they were only married, like, three, four years. But four that years. Very, But, like, based on the people that she, like, was interested in post him, that very much told me what that relationship was. You, you could I, look 
Look at him and figure that out. <laughs> this nigga is glow, growing a clone of himself on his forehead. This is what I'm saying because I can't even say that because there are guys that I'm interested in that somebody else might think is unattractive. Yeah, you know but you're giving Jennifer too much credit. She Possibly. is shallow. <laughs> Possibly. The girl is shallow. And Shawnee got the nerve to talk to people who are having substance. Uh, substance. Meanwhile, you've been friends with this bitch for how long? Shawnee O'Neal is, I'm going to say this right off, off top, and I don't care what comes of this. Shawnee O'Neal is the most hypocritical person that I have ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Because she goes on and on to every girl that's not Evelyn, Tammy, or Jennifer about how they need to behave with class they need to and they have no substance they don't have substance they don't do da, 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 da. meanwhile jennifer is the most shallow bitch on the planet evelyn be jumping over fucking tables and yeah. in the last three seasons tammy was snatching bitches by their wig but because these are your friends that's okay that's it and be, not only because they're your friends but also because you know these are the girls that bring you the coin that's it too like, like even going mona back to that scott second young, season we give mona scott young a lot of shit but shawnee o'neal is just as bad yeah no she is like even going back to that second season when they pulled up on laura not laura gloria um, gloria y'all could not talk to her no more y'all didn't that's have exactly it. that's all you know i had to do and then you want to talk about people being immature like bitch you just came into a restaurant and made a fucking scene you and your short. I will say this. Shawnee, the longer her hair is, the better Shawnee is. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. When that yeah. hair is too short, she is mean. She's nasty. She's rude. She plays mean girl things. When the hair is long, she just kind of sits there quietly and goes, well, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those later seasons, Shawnee actually becomes decent because Shawnee is not speaking as much. <laughs> and it's, it's just, I don't know, like for her to sit, it's like Shawnee always rubbed me the wrong way because it's like she sits there on the, on the stage and talks about how I don't understand why they say I'm taking advantage. I'm just giving a platform for these girls to tell their stories. No, bitch, you're cashing in on the fact that you know that Evelyn is fucking unhinged. On the fact that you know not unhinged. We'll slap a bitch. On the fact that you know that Jennifer gonna be lying. On the yep. fact, like you're you're cashing in on the fact you know that Jackie's a fucking basket case. Like it's going, this is what you're doing. You're exploiting them in the same way that you claim everybody else is. And that's the opposite of what you want to do. This yeah. is why you don't be on the show like that. And when you do is to come in and say shit like your services are no longer needed and firing the bitch on the goddamn show. You know what though? That was. That was great. I did not like Brandy. I did I not like Brandy. Care. Couldn't stand her. <laughs> No, I could not stand her, and I know they wanted us to be sympathetic because she had cancer. But Brandy is just terrible. She was <laughs> also on a Yala Fix My Life. I she know I saw that when Yala wrapped her ass terrible. in bandages. She's just awful. Like I, I know they really wanted us to feel bad because she had cancer, and I'm sorry that she had cancer. But she's also just she's so terrible. annoying. She's awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, truth to be completely truthful, yes, she really is just completely and utterly terribly awful. Yes, like that's like, just it. She's there's just literally no awful. other way to describe her. She's just no. awful. Like it's just like you are so like she's so mean and ornery, and I know some of that is because of the shit that she's going through with her nigga. But it's like, why? Literally, like you bringing Malaysia people. down. Like Malaysia was the fan favorite, and it's like you because brought she her down. You people don't like her now because you. Yeah. It, it's like you go out of your way to be as mean as humanly possible. I just don't care for her. I, I don't care for her on the show. I'll say I that. didn't like her either. Like, no, I didn't, and then she brought Duffy, and that was a whole other. Who other I also thing. didn't like. No, I did not like Duffy at all, and I was hoping that Tammy was going to beat that bitch ass in front of her daughter. And it's funny because I think Duffy's an amazing DJ. Yeah. I love to listen to her sets. I don't like when she speaks. Because <laughs> I'm very much like, can we not? She's irritating. Like, we can get flowers and roses. We can give, you know, the love and the kudos to the things that you do, right? Like, she's talented as fuck. She's just irritating. She's she just irritating. I'm sorry, because I'm a little high and had drinks, and somebody is making garlic parmesan fries around me, and they feel good as shit. Like, <laughs> Is it your husband? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Somebody is though. And one of the neighbors. Like, I'm really like, damn, I'm hungry. <laughs> but I also uh, haven't eaten since early this morning because I've been working. Yeah. That's Which funny. is something that these girls do not do. I will say rewatching and like bumping around the, through the seasons. Um, I love to see Tammy's growth. Yes. I loved it when they merged LA and Miami because Miami by itself was boring and annoying. Yeah. And LA was just a little too chaotic. It was very chaotic. <laughs> it was just like, it was so what chaotic. the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> I counted the number of people that have been on Basketball Wives. Guess how many? How many? 27. That is insanity. Because Flicking this isn't, bitches left and the right. That they, right, because this isn't like it's like an ensemble cast, like Love and Hip Hop, where people can kind of come and go. No. This is literally like main cast members. And there's been, because honestly, until recently, when they were talking about some people that's coming back for this new season, I forgot British was ever on here. I'm kind of curious because I want to see who else is on this. This I cast. forgot Mika was ever on here. I don't. It's not like wait. So they're for real bringing Mika classroom back. I don't know, but there were like names thrown around. There's not Who's like on basketball wives season ten. Girl, I almost said sister wives. <laughs> I mean, is it not kind of the same? <laughs> it first aired in 2010. Okay. Okay. Well, I know that. Who's on the cast? I don't know that there's an official cast list. It's just been names thrown around, you know? Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, I see. I see the rumors. Um, They said Brooke Bailey, British fucking Duffy, Angel Brinks. That is going to be whack. 
So Jackie, Malaysia, Jennifer, Jennifer's coming back. <laughs> Nia and Noria. Noria? Nia and Noria. Hold on. Who, Nia, is, who, who, who is, is Nia, Nia and Noria twins? No, I looked up. Nia and Diarrhea. Lord. I've never heard of these women. Dorsey. Um, she is the ex-girlfriend of American basketball player Lance Stevenson. Don't know who that man is. I know who Lance Stevenson is. Okay. Okay, they're cute. All right. Oh, they're going to be the ratchet ones. Okay, I'm excited. I know who, I know who Lance Stevenson is. I am... Um... Nicki Minaj referenced him. Why? He um because Lance Stevens. <laughs> I I actually know who Lance Stevenson is because he's a basketball player. But the moment that Nicki Minaj referenced in one of her raps was during a game. He like blew in LeBron's ear to throw him off. <laughs> oh that nigga yes, okay yeah yeah yes. everybody remembers him because of that because he literally was blowing in LeBron's <laughs> ear <laughs> this nigga like <laughs> coming through like the voice of God in the still of the night <laughs> right. oh okay so this looks exciting this looks exciting um, I'm surprised that Jennifer comes back <laughs> and I'm also not surprised at Jennifer. I'm not at all, because what the fuck else is she doing? That's why I said that. She really did have a tumultuous time. Like, she was mean girl through seasons, well, every season. Um, but I just don't know and, that she knows how to do anything else. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't. I think that that is just who she is. I don't think she... I think she's just, just superficial. Like, some people are just right. let she the just, fuck out superficial. Because it's like, oh, my dad picked me up from school in the Porsche. Of course, I never know seen a food stamp. It's like, all right, girl. Right. And even the way that she would, like, talk about the way that Royce dressed. Like, yeah, Royce didn't... Royce dressed horribly. Whatever. She did. She but for y'all to continuously harp though. on that... But it's also like, Jennifer, you weren't much better. No. Because it was more expensive don't mean it was cuter. Y'all kind of right. were all wearing the same shit. Like, yes. All of it looked like what seal you just played double it the did. price for. It. It, Royce was very much giving rainbow, but that makes sense on her dancer sale. Right. She it, was giving rainbow and comfortable. She was. Royce also dressed like she was 12. And she looked like she, she looked like she was 12. She was wearing her real hair. And it's like that didn't. And she was very hung up on the land where it's like, girl, your ends is like split to hell. Cut that shit off. Like, let it go. Limp don't matter if it's unhealthy, but that's it. In order to get limp, your hair has to be healthy. So exactly. Ends but it's like everything about Royce was very pedestrian, and that's not to say mm-hmm. that, not like not in a bad way. You know, well, that's saying? exactly what Evelyn said. I believe. <laughs> I believe she actually called her pedestrian. Like I wasn't. I I don't mean that to be shady, but it's like when you look at her compared to these other women, like Royce wasn't trying to, like she just wasn't trying to give this like hyper socialite. No, you know what I'm saying. So Royce was the tomboy who had to throw on a dress. 
Right. And it's like, she's like, no, I dance and I be sweating and I be in the gym and I don't have yeah. time for all these hair extensions and all this makeup and shit because I'm rehearsing five times, six times a week. Like it's, she didn't fit in from the beginning. She didn't. It was very clear. Um, I don't know what they thought they were going to gain by bringing her on this show. I kind of wish they never did. As much as I do enjoy Royce's talent, I kind of wish they never brought her on this show because I felt Ro- like... Royce was mad annoying. Oh, very much so. I, I, you see, I said enjoy her talent. <laughs> because I wish, I really wish they never brought her on this show. One, because she was incredibly annoying with all the She's annoying as But fuck. also, it's like, I felt like it was a lot of unnecessary mental trauma that she didn't have to go through if she just wasn't here. Oh, you mean dealing with the girls? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that for she didn't bring every anything. woman that has ever left that show. She didn't bring anything to the show. No, she was just there to be picked on. She was just there That's it. to feel superior. Mm-hmm. She was there to be nothing more than something to for them to sharpen their claws in. Right. That was, like, that was the whole it. The thing is, as y'all as wives, y'all don't fuck with dancers because the dancers might be fucking y'all like, niggas. Which it's not different wives. None no. of them were well, wives. There are two different things. One, none of y'all are wives. Well, Jennifer that was a wife in the first season, but y'all aren't wives. That's that. Let's start there. Right. But two. If you're insecure about the dancers, maybe you should figure out why your nigga be fucking around on you and not so much what these dancers be doing. Also, that too, and it's why is it always going to be a dancer? It could be any bitch on the road. It's any bitch that shows up, because right. Oh my god, that and was the other thing too. That there's watching a this, I was like, bitches willing to fuck him. That's just it. That's it. Um, that was the other thing that I'm watching. It's like I was like completely laughing about. It's like when y'all revamp this, could you just drop the wives part and just be basketball? Because yeah, there's really. only one wife. I'm married to shit. None but... of y'all are married. A couple of y'all might be girlfriends, but nah. Or were. No, Jackie, well, you know, Jackie Christie married. Doug is. That nigga Doug has been held hostage for the last 25 years. Doug is not going no fucking where. Doug loves Jackie's crazy ass. He do love her. He do love her. her crazy, crazy ass, and I love that for her. I just don't want to hear no more about Jackie and Doug fucking. I don't want to hear. Tell I don't need more of it. Leave me alone. <laughs> like it's just I want more Jackie Garcia on my TV. No, because that means more of her talking about her and Doug fucking, and I just yes. don't need that. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't need liquor bottles that look like them fucking. I don't need none of this. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I just don't want to be involved. All you have to do is put Jackie in a room with brown liquor and sit back and watch. She could be by herself if it would be. It's either she's going to try to fight the air or it's going to be. Or try and fight it. Or it's going to be all about her and Doug and how they be fucking with goats in the room and all kinds of bullshit. That was just yoga. (laughs) That was Oakley the goat yoga. Like, I just don't, I don't need that. Leave me alone. Mm -mm. Oh my God. I don't want to be a part. I don't, leave me out this group chat. 
I need, first of all, Doug Christie remind me of everybody's uncle at the barbecue, and I just don't need to envision him fucking. And the one that gave every kid ten dollars and asked, "How you doing? How's school?" Exactly. Right, Here's your ten dollars. Go to the ice cream yep. truck. Get yourself something. He's the mm-hmm. super nice uncle at the barbecue. Don't want to envision him fucking. Jackie's a goddamn basket case, and I also don't want to envision her fucking. I just don't need to be a part. Like I don't. Every time she talks about sex with Doug, I'm always like, "Is this even real?" And from the things in which she's talking about, I'm like, maybe this is real. Like, maybe everything she is like a kink it, master. about Doug says that he's a wild freak. I thought so. Everything about Doug says that he's a wild freak. But I also don't want to be a part. No. Because everything, Doug gives Mr. Rogers, he gives Black Mr. Rogers, which already tells me that he's a freak. And he be on some real freak shit, because them be the ones that be on, like the niggas that be loud and proud about who they fucking, they be like missionary, we're not doing nothing. Else. Be, it's whack. It's, it's always whack, so I got to yes. It's like, nigga, your shit is whack. But them quiet ones, they be wild freaks. So, I already know that, and everything about <laughs> I hate you, bitch. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've never no. felt so seen I or heard. No, <laughs> I'm gonna sit out this conversation because ain't nobody gonna know except people that I be fucking. Like the fuck, y'all don't need to know this. I mean, I'm <laughs> saying, right the fuck out of this conversation, but <laughs> that ain't information y'all need about my life. Y'all not fucking. I mean, if you're cute. You know, mm-mm. a bitch you got attitude. I don't give a fuck if you cute. I, no, I do. Just and if you're dumb and you know you're dumb, just just use very few words and we'll be all yeah, good. Because if you're dumb, <laughs> figure it out real fast. And I'm be <sighs> no, I'm mean, so I don't really be fucking nobody. So. And I never mm-hmm. really have because I've always been mean. <laughs> so I know this isn't like season two or three. But I kind of want to wrap up just with like this because I feel like it's like the antithesis of um, what Basketball Wives has become and a great combination of both new and old. Well, almost new and old. Okay. Uh, remember when these bitches went to Amsterdam? When Malaysia threw that goddamn <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where Malaysia decided that right there in the middle of an argument, it was the most appropriate time to practice her feng shui. (laughs) And even that was wild because it's like, all right, now y'all really are doing the most paradings because Malaysia's whole brand has been she's super zen and calm and well, except for when she beat Laura's ass up on that rooftop. Laura deserved. But <laughs> it's like, but that's been her whole thing. She don't get out of character because remember she had Bambi to do that before Bambi jumped over to loving hip hop. Loving hip hop with Scrappy, yeah. Yeah, she had Bambi for that. Well, and then she had Brandy first with Kirk and Benzino, no neck ass, and then with Scrappy. And on that, bike, I like Bambi. I like to pretend that that just did not happen. I just. My first question is why? 
The like, thing what about what that, part of I it is did you think was a good one. idea? I said from day one, don't name one of them girls like either one of them. No. They were literally cast to do this to create drama. This shit is completely made up and fake because like, oh. and because what they always gave me was that she was just one of the girls that was cast for this scene and while she was on set she met scrappy and they made a real connection because mm. nothing about that seemed real not an ounce it didn't even seem ounce. like they knew each other like it no was, it was weird it made me uncomfortable mm-hmm <laughs> Because you notice Kirk and Rashida only have marriage problems when it's time for a new season. Well, it's every other season. Because one season they have marriage problems, next season they get it together and get back together. And every other season. Why do y'all keep letting them play on y'all marriage like this? Like, if y'all really, why do y'all keep letting Mona play with y'all marriage like this? Because at some point you got to say, you know what? This bullshit is not worth it. This shit is for the birds. Like, let me go back and live my happy life. Because I just don't get why I keep letting Mona play with y'all in this way. You know what? Now that I think about it, too, remember how we were talking about um, Evelyn knows who she can go at and who she can't? Mm-hmm. She knows that Malaysia is also on that campus. Yep. Yep. Because she knows she that knows, Malaysia is on that campus. She knows Malaysia will go there and will beat that ass. It's, she's, very, she's very specific. The reason she came for Brandy the way she did was because she knew that Shawnee wasn't fucking with Brandy anyway. Yeah, and she had and backup. Also, she always got to have backup. Even all of that was so weird and fake because if you look at season two, you see her having lunch with Brandy. And yep. they're super good friends. So all and of they're that- They're trying to grow out that undercut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all that was super weird and and fake too. Like it was like, are y'all friends? Or are y'all not? Because y'all needed a, a new villain. And I think y'all just kind of cast Brandy in that role. Yeah. Well, truthfully speaking, yeah. Um, and Brandy was annoying enough that it just kind of happened seamlessly. Mm-hmm. It just worked <laughs> because she was irritating. She was irritating. Like nobody liked her. Nobody because liked Brandy. And I know, and again, they kept throwing the cancer shit up as a way to get sympathy, but it didn't make me sympathetic to her because it's like, you still, after going through cancer and maybe potentially losing your life, you know, because like cancer has affected my family multiple times over, like in my family, we're still dealing with this now to this day, right? Anybody who knows me closely knows that this is something like we've talked about you know, kids mm-hmm. are running through my family and stuff like that. But even with that, it's like, I always looked at it as you beat something that could have killed you. But through this, you didn't get any type of humility. I'm not even going to humility because I don't like that term, but any type of value for human life. And you can still treat people in this way. She even when she first came in, it was I believe it was the sit down at British's and she asked was this it was Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. She asked Sunday Carter about Sunday posting a picture of her daughter um, sucking dick. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Yeah. 
She posted a picture of her daughter sucking dick on Twitter. She did. Fuck was that? I forgot about Sunday actually. God damn these niggas be are are these niggas alive? I don't even hear what you're hearing. So bitch, it sounded like somebody just died in the hallway. Oh my god. <laughs> like they just dropped dead in the middle of a step. Shit. Fuck <laughs> out of me. Um, Brandy came in and asked her about this just like out the blue as if she had any right to in front of a group of uh, a group of women. Oh, my nerves are bad. Don't like don't go through it now. Like it's that made me anxious. Oh, because it just sounded like somebody it really did sound like somebody was like either trying to kick the door in or fell down. It it was loud. Mm. Um, but Brandy's trash. <laughs> and Malaysia throws tables. Oh, the, the reason why I brought this up was I, I was saying it was, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat. It was the perfect combination between the new and the old because you have still have this like lingering effect from when Evelyn and Jen first fell out way back at the end of season three, beginning of season four. Yeah. With um, in that interview about Chad and all this other shit. Yeah, which also Jennifer is a terrible fucking friend because she's not a friend. Well, she's not because it's like whether you like your friend's fiance or not, what I'm not about to do with my best friend's fiance is drag him in public. No. I mean, my best friend is currently engaged. But she was even doing that. They had the issue before with Jennifer talking in interviews about, I believe it was about Evelyn. Mm-hmm. before chad even happened yeah like my best friend is currently engaged and even though i just met him recently i don't dislike him so that's great on my end <laughs> because if i didn't like him i would be forced to like drag him to my other friends but also tell her i don't like this nigga but i'm gonna act like y'all are cool in public but i don't have to do that because i actually kind of like him i don't know him that well but i don't dislike him but what you're not going to do is hear me publicly drag my best friend's spouse, <laughs> whether I like them or also not. Too, Jennifer was saying this shit from a place of not even knowing what the fuck was going on in their relationship. Exactly. You don't. And even she was saying in the midst of trying to file a right. divorce. Right. Like you don't even know him, but you're right. dragging him because your feelings are hurt about what you're going through. Well, she don't need to be with another basket with another football player. It's like, no, you just don't want her to be with anybody because right now you feel like you need your friend. You want her to be as single as long as you're single. Right. Put around with you because you know you're not with somebody. I forgot about this and I just, I have to bring this up because he was like good friends with both of them and I was surprised exactly how much, yes, how yes. much he showed up in the fucking show. I forgot. And let me tell you, I'm going to say something controversial yet brave and it might be homophobic. Uh, if I was Jennifer Williams, I would not be trusting any friend of Al Reynolds. <laughs> not the fuck at all. Not at all. You, Al Reynolds, blatantly lied about your sexuality when you married Star Jones and kept that lie going for a while until y'all got divorced. So he became bisexual. Yeah, but now he not he not even claiming bisexual. He just saying he gay now. Is he? The last I saw. Okay. No, last thing I heard was he was bisexual. And I was like, yes, you are. But <laughs> bare minimal. Either way it goes, you were not open with Star 
No. Y'all well, he was too busy rolling around with Jennifer and Evelyn. Exactly. Y'all had which I'm still confused about. Like, why are y'all friends yeah. with this man? Because this nigga just wanted to be famous. That's why you got Sarah Jones before she had the weight loss surgery. You had this whole ass TVS wedding with her. Jennifer Williams. She learned yes. it from him. Just to promptly get divorced and befriend the basketball wives, because you he was in the show so much. Very soon after that divorce was final, like you literally like, was cloud chasing. He spoke so much in this show, and I'm like, so why? Much through season two and three, like yeah, you're so goddamn much. Like you're literally cloud chasing for us to sit to still not know who the fuck you are. Exactly. Like it was like, why are you and here? that was the thing about this show? It was so much cloud chasing, but that's also what I used to say about like the real world when else people would try to like fight people on the real world just to get on camera. Or, oh yeah. Like Jersey Shore or Bad Girls Club. It's the same thing. It's like it's so much cloud chasing. But well, it's the proximity to power. And by that, power, you mean but the with this particular show, it's like y'all coming in pretending to be friends. You know what I'm saying? I respect it more when it's like just people in the area that's like, fuck you bitches and y'all fuck ass show and trying to fight because y'all want to be on camera versus coming in trying to pretend to be friends and confidants because you, for all this, oh, Al Renner's one of my close friends. You didn't know this bitch before season one. Y'all did not know each other. And it's Wait, he did pop up. I thought he did, did pop up in season other. one. He didn't show up on season one. He didn't show up till season two. Okay. And it was the first, this first or second episode where he's like, "Oh, what happened in Vegas? Oh, I already know about Vegas." Oh yeah, when he talked to Susie with, with them and Susie. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about him being messy. Mm-hmm. Why? It's like, why are you here? I, I still don't. And still, and to this day, do you know what he's doing? Because I couldn't fucking tell you. Yeah, he's doing um some uh, like Fox Soul conversation thing with Claudia Jordan and Funky Donifa. And that is why I do not know because I didn't <laughs> Once again, Claudia. surprised that he was there too. But this not surprised that he's friends with Claudia Jordan. I wasn't aware that Fox Soul was like an actual channel. I thought this was some streaming shit. I did No, not it is. It's YouTube. It's on YouTube. I had no idea. It's the exact same thing as um that fuck shit cocktail. Is cocktails it with the cocktails queens. with queens with different people? Yeah, exactly the same thing. Yeah, see, there's no way for me to know what I see clips of that shit on like the internet blogs or whatever, whenever they say some fuck shit, but I'm not watching that. Somebody was outside screaming for help. It'd be a lot going on in your neighborhood. I will say Bitch, that. I need to go. <laughs> It'd be a lot going on in your neighborhood. And in the house, like, niggas be slamming doors, falling down, dying in steps. Niggas be screaming for help. When you leave that apartment, I am going to miss it. We have a lot of memories in that building. <laughs> Bitch. It feels like a dystopian future over here. You can get no peace. Once you leave that building, I, will. I don't know if I am. I, I won't. I will not. I will just up. because we had so many memories and times in that between the two apartments and that building. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot of fuck shit. A lot of times, it, it was a lot of fuck shit. A lot of fuck shit. 
But also just because I was thinking about this the other day, just kind of thinking through, because, you know, with you moving soon, of course, I'm like reliving events. We've been friends a long fucking time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of bullshit that like we could talk about between that apartment, my dorm room, Mm -hmm. the the fucking trip to Chicago. It's a lot of shit we could talk about. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to just be starting over. We'll be here and And leaving expectations. Have a whole new thing. And then we can like make all new memories and have fun times out in this city. Yeah. Not like they not like that. I'm gonna start going out. <laughs> not like not like Evelyn Lazada and, and, and Shawnee and her people yeah. do. Not like, like them. But no, I'm gonna start going outside more. So there'll be times to be had. Girl, I wish somebody would help these white people. I don't know what the fuck is going on where you at, but I guess we can wrap this talk about basketball wise. There ain't really much else to talk about. These hoes is dumb. <laughs> Yes, I would. Okay, I would like to put on the docket, um, hopefully very soon, a show specifically dedicated to nothing more than the antics of the one, the only, Jackie Christie. Okay, we can do a show about Jackie Christie in the future. Right <laughs> Jackie now, Christie is truly an agent of chaos. Not right now, because I don't know I can handle watching Jackie Christie in this moment. But in the future, we will do a show about Jackie Christie. We did one about Phaedra and Mama D and New York. Let's do one about Jackie Christie in the future. We have to. We have to, because Jackie Christie is the only person to really, like, come at Shawnee O'Neal like she was going to beat her ass. She is. She is. And not get fired. Brandy Maxio promptly got fired on the goddamn show. (laughs) <laughs> yes. she chased Laura. she chased gloria to a whole new state she did and then launched basketball wives la on gloria's back that's the wild part yes but it's like you chase her off miami while simultaneously using her to launch la i absolutely love that woman and she deserves bare minimum an hour of our time because okay. She's nuts. We can do that in the future. But right now, we are going to bid adieu. because Yeah, because these white people still scream for help, bitch. So, uh, nobody ain't helping them. I still have work to do, so. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a good night. Good night, y'all. Or good day or good afternoon or whenever the fuck it is when you listen to this shit. Because we be on... <laughs> I don't know when y'all listen to this shit. According to the analytics, y'all listen to us between 10 and noon. And I don't know why y'all started y'all day with this type of chaos, but we have reached I mean, why not? I mean, look, you you woke up. Your soul's already rotted. You You started your day with our chaos, and we appreciate you. (laughs) You Spend the rest of your day being gutted. So, yeah, have some fun. (laughs) If you started your day with chaos and violence, the rest of the day just makes sense, right? <laughs> but all right y'all follow all right, us y'all have a good night on instagram a day. you can find us 
like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Somebody on, there's still that review on Apple Music that on Apple Podcasts that say we don't know what we're talking about and we sound crazy. So y'all need to go ahead and keep rating us five stars so we can combat that because I don't know who that is, but I don't really give a fuck. And um, be prosperous. Have good times. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.